Welcome to the West Bromcast episode 2. So, it's been announced that Alan Pardew is taking over Tony Pulis as West Bromwich Albion's manager until the end of the 2019-2020 season. After Pulis was criticised for the team's style of play, a lot of outrage from the fans. They'd only scored 9 goals in 12 games. We won the first two games of the season, but since then, we've yet to win a game. From March this year, Pulis has just taken 12 points from 21 games. So there was a lot of outrage from the fans and a lot, you know, calling for a new era. And we've been given that era in the form of Alan Pardew. Pardew attended a press conference upon joining. Uh, he said that my best teams play on the front foot and try and put teams under pressure. Now, I think he came out and said that because obviously that's that's what the fans wanted, especially the pay and travelling support want to see at least if we're going to lose a game, at least have a go at the game. So I guess that's what Pardew's trying to get across there. Um, he says sometimes sometimes they get a bloody nose doing that, but that's where I'll deliver you at West Brom. And ultimately, along that line, we can get up to sort of 1.5, 1.7 points a game. So he's already coming in with, with this mentality that he wants... He wants to change Pulis's system. He doesn't want to, uh, you know, shy away and and give the percentage to the other team and be a team that are hard to beat. He wants to go out and bring the game to the opponent. He said, "In the clubs I've managed, you're always at the risk of the sack because you're not at the top and you're going to lose a certain amount of games. If you get a bad run of games, as Tony has, you you lose the job. That doesn't make him a bad manager. Doesn't make me a bad manager. Sometimes." It's about the resilience of the board to stand by you. I get that. Uh, what part you say in there is, is that it's the same as what Pulis was saying. Uh, Pulis was saying that he he was the product of his own demise in making West Brom a results uh, results business, and it was that results business that cost him his job. He seems pretty positive about taking over. He said that when you look at his first year in any club he's been at, you see an upturn usually. And that, you know, he's obviously willing that that happens here. And that that's the immediate problem we need to overcome. It's been a calculated choice by me and I've had a couple of other options. This one fits much more. So he seems confident that he can do something with West Brom. He, he, seems, to think that, he seems to think that going forward he can really turn this club into a positive attacking team with the, with the squad we've got. He seems pretty happy with the squad we've got. You know, those signings we picked up, those positive signings. Higazi, um, Gregor's Kachowiak, Gareth Barry, Kieran Gibbs, all these players um, that we've got. He seems to think he's got a squad, uh, strong enough squad to do more than just stay up. However, he's going to want to grow the club in January. So he's going to want to bring in a couple of signings of his own, which would be interesting to see. Probably a, a couple more attacking options. Although our attacking options at the moment are looking quite positive. We've got Rondon and Carnu up top. We've got Jay Rodriguez and Oliver Burke and, and these sort of attacking players coming into the team. He said his first order of business is to get the club's first win for a while and then kick off from there. And then we can start answering the other questions a couple of weeks down the line. So overall, Pardew seems quite confident that he can do things at West Brom. And, and I'm interested to see what he does do. I've never been the biggest Alan Pardew fan, but... You know, he's a manager of our club now, so I feel like we have to get behind him. So let's talk a little bit about Alan Pardew. Alan Pardew um, was a former midfielder in himself. 
Started managing with that four-year spell at Reading. Uh, was actually still promotion from League One to the Championship. Um, but his pr- Premier League career started at West Ham in 2005. A couple of years after taking over the club in the Championship. So he's, he's, he's saw, seen success in his career. We know this. He gained promotion with the Hammers through the Championship playoffs and immediately led his side to ninth place and the 2006 FA Cup final, which they only lost on a penalty shootout to Liverpool. <coughs> Pardew left West Ham in 2006 and took over Charlton Athletic shortly afterwards, but was una- uh, unable to avoid relegation with um, Charlton. After a spell in charge of Southampton in League One, Pardew returned to the top of English football with Newcastle United, guiding their Magpies to 12th in the 2010-11 season. And in the following season, he led the club to a 5th-placed finish, their highest position for seven years, winning the Premier League Manager of the Season Award in the progress. So Pardew obviously gets a lot of stick um, in recent years, but let's not forget these sort of achievements. He, you know, That's Premier League Manager of the Season Award. That is positivity. That is something to to shout about, and let's hope he can replicate that success here. After finishing 16th and then 10th in the next two campaigns, he left Newcastle to return to Crystal Palace in 2015. He took over when Crystal Palace were, eight, were 18th in the league and went on an impressive run, which guided the club to 10th at the end of the term, the highest ever finish in the Premier League. Again, this is positive. taking over a struggling club and bringing them on a great run of form, and that's exactly what West Brom need at the moment. A then 15th place finish in 2015-2016 was met with an FA Cup final appearance at Wembley against Man United, which they originally took the lead in, but eventually lost 2-1 in extra time. Pardew then left Crystal Palace in December 2016 with the club in 17th place. And now a year later, being announced Tony Pulis's successor. So, Pardew, a lot of people give him stick, saying that he leaves clubs in terrible places, uh, which leaves managers to come in and pick up the pieces. However, I feel people are quick to forget success. I mean, the man has led clubs to record-breaking seasons and FA Cup finals, which is something I know we, as West Brom fans, would relish. We would love a trip to Wembley in a cup final, not just playing Spurs in the Premier League. So when we compare him to Tony Pulis then, Tony Pulis had 322 matches in the Premier League. Pardew has had 302, so almost the same amount. Tony Pulis had 98 wins as opposed to Pardew's 108. Tony Pulis had 90, had 93 draws. Pardew had 63. Tony Pulis had 131 losses, which is the exact same amount of losses as Alan Pardew has had. Here's where we see a bit more of an attacking frame of mind as Tony Pulis scored 319 goals with his Premier League clubs, as opposed to Pardew's 375. But here's another big difference. Pardew has conceded 448 goals, whereas Pulis has just conceded 415. So, obviously we know Tony Pulis is a defensive manager, very good at organising teams. That's something that is going to be a bit lost on West Brom. We probably won't be as defensively organised as we were maybe last season. However, 
that didn't help us this season. Our defence has started to capitulate a little bit. So hopefully Alan Pardew can come in and turn us into that more free-playing team, release a couple of the creativity in players like Nasser Chadley and Krikowiak, Rodriguez, Rondon, all those sort of gifted players. Hopefully they can be released from their organisational duties and create a bit more going through the pitch. And have a little look on our Instagram and see what you guys think of the appointment of Alan Pardew. James Stonely9 says that he'd rather see Kuman take over instead of Pardew. Jay Whitehouse8751 says, honestly wasn't his first choice, second or third choice, but he's the gaffer now and I'll get behind him. That's a mentality I like. That's I share the same opinion. I, I was never a big Pardew fan, but I don't I didn't want Alan Pardew to come to the club originally, but now he's here. We just have to get behind him. We if you don't support your manager, you don't support your players, then things are bound to go wrong. So let's just get behind the gaff. I agree with you there. J Whitehouse eight seven five one. Marcia Powell nineteen nineteen says best of luck to him. Petey one nine nine says he needs a shave. I I guess that's an opinion. Um Ewan Donahue one two three four says he wishes he stayed at Newcastle. But looking at Ewan's profile, he's a Newcastle fan, so I guess that's a positive. And Phil Darby says, can't be any worse than boring Pulis. Well, the the reaction seems to be quite positive overall. People who want the change have got their change, and people who aren't so thrilled about it are, are deciding just to get behind the manager, because that's what we need to do. We need to, we need to rally behind Vardu now. Hopefully kick on for the rest of the season. Turn our fortunes around. Hopefully go on a, on an FA Cup run like that season he had with Newcastle. And hopefully the future's bright for West Brom. So there we are. There were just a quick couple of thoughts on the appointment of Alan Pardew. I thought it was necessary to make this episode of the podcast as it's massive news for the club. I'll be back after every single game reviewing the game. So the next game we have is on Saturday against Crystal Palace. This episode, episode... That episode will be up on a Sunday for games on Saturday. It'll always be up the next day. Feel free to get in touch. Let me know your opinions. I'll always read out any comments on the podcast. Or if you want to call in and be a guest on the podcast and just express your feelings, just drop me a line on Instagram at West Bromcast or Twitter at West Bromcast. Comment on the YouTube page. Get in touch. I'll get you on the show. You can express any opinions you want about the club. Happy to speak to any fan of West Brom out there. We're now also on iTunes, so please just search West Bromcast on iTunes. Subscribe um, so you'll never miss an episode. Leave a nice comment because it really does help me out. And it'll help the podcast grow and it'll help us keep doing what we're doing. Subscribe to the YouTube account. It likewise does a world of good for me and a world of good for, for keeping this podcast alive. Obviously follow our socials and get in touch with me on there and come on the show and express your thoughts and feelings. That's it for this episode. I'll see you after the next game.